You're listening to Fair Game with your host, Robert Smith. Well, welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Robert Smith, and this is Fair Game number 297. Today's guest delights audiences as he shows youngsters how to become firefighters. He joins us today from Port Charlotte, Florida. His attraction is called the Firefighter Training Show. Folks, this is Neil Snyder. Neil, welcome to the show. Oh, thanks for having me, Robert. So you train youngsters how to be firefighters. Tell us about it. Well, I don't know that we necessarily are training them to become firefighters. Okay. Maybe I'm, em- I'm embellishing a little bit. <laughs> certainly we're indulging. Or we're letting them explore their curiosity of maybe becoming a firefighter one day. That's for sure. We're, you know, we're letting them live out their fantasy, uh, you know, for 20 minutes at a fair. For sure. So what, what kind of elements are in the, in this firefighter training show that allows them to kind of experience that thrill of being a firefighter? So uh, first off, I'm, I'm, they are the firefighters in the show. Of course, I'm the fire chief guide them along, but we pick four volunteers from the audience and dress them up in a firefighter jacket and helmet and uh, we run them through the basics we uh, have them respond to a simulated fire call and of course when the fire alarm rings they do have to get the equipment off of our fire truck which is there and roll out fire hose and uh, use fire extinguishers to put out simulated fires in our smoke rescue building there right at the fair so they get to you know experience safely what it might be like to become a firefighter and the kids love this i you know i've worked with you in years past like at lake county and down in vero beach kids love it i I mean they there's times especially on a saturday afternoon you got a real busy saturday afternoon they are lining up waiting to see they definitely the kids um a lot of fairs have come become kind of a tradition you know at the fair i guess every entertainer would love to you know i'd love to become a tradition at every fair i ever come go to you know and course um more than half of my events i'm there every year so it's nice the kids know what to expect they they hear my sirens i'm uh, you were just at clay county rosaires has their signature bugle attention on the fairgrounds yeah, attention exactly. on well, the fairgrounds i, I right. kind of have my i have my tradition of the you know the fire truck siren going off yeah. uh, you know in the horns for my my announcement and the kids hear the siren go off and they know it's showtime you know the fairs that i go to frequently they know it's showtime they know when they hear the siren they time to come over and they want to get their chance to become the firefighters in the show it's what kind of keeps me driving they keep keeps them coming back you know they they don't get picked Uh, they want to come back to another show hopefully they get picked this time you know right and did i see you've also got a new part of the act called is it tiny tanker is that what you're calling it yeah tiny the tanker because of this this covid uh thing you know last year um I was at Vero Beach, you know, set up and ready to go when we got canceled, you know, an hour or so before right, we opened. Right. So, uh, and shortly thereafter, like everybody else, as the summer progressed, 100% of my fares ended up canceling. So, uh, plan B, you know, my plan B was, well, if they open fares next year at a limited capacity or some capacity where they don't want people sitting in bleachers next to each other to watch the firefighter show that uh, I already had my fire truck and I had already for the last few years been building him up so that he talks and his mouth lights up when he talks 
Right. You know, I had a custom bumper made for his front and lit it with super bright LEDs and that kind of thing. And I've already been working my way up to Tiny the Tanker as a character. And this just gave me the opportunity uh, to develop it further. And I thought, well, this, I'm in the vehicle, so I'm not, I'm social distance from anybody. And sure. I added sanitizers to the truck. You know, it's already a tanker truck. So there's four dispensers on each side of the truck. Uh, it's kind of an icebreaker for people, you know, as you're driving around and playing music and horsing around and talking with people, you know, do you need a hand wash? Got and uh, they can wash their hands, you know, get sanitizer from the truck. And uh, of course, Tiny is a character. He's a, so, a gentle, so, sweet character. So, so we, we horse his, around with people and, you know, his, they wash their hands and rub their hands together and make a wish. And then you can blow Tiny a kiss and that makes your dream come true at the fair. You it's know? your dream come true to blow Tiny a kiss. Yeah. So Tiny goes around and, and makes sure people are, are sanitizing hands and whatnot. And I'm guessing talks about the fair and cool stuff you can do at the fair and just generally engages people as like an ambassador of goodwill for the fair is that the idea exactly, it? exactly that's exactly it yep he's just a kind gentle soul that drives around and of course once you've been around the fair a couple of times people then flag you down to get their hand wash for you sure. know from tiny and i was very surprised the first event was the uh, rv show uh, in tampa at the florida state fairgrounds and i booked three other events because of it you know that was the first time he rolled out in the tampa state fair booked me for this coming week so yeah because they saw what i was doing there and uh it's well, a I good think, he's I a perfect visual reminder to people i'm i'm by no means the covid police when i'm on the fairgrounds i never once asked anybody to put on a mask or you have to wash your hands that's not what i'm there for but it was very surprising how many people would be coming in at the RV show. You did, you were required a mask to enter the gate and they were doing temperature checks. So, but it was amazing how many times people would see tiny, the tanker coming with his mask over his mouth and just, you know, whether I'm singing a song over the microphone, you know, whether Tiny's singing or just playing a song or whatever, and they see you coming and they put the mask on like, right. oh, like, oh, here he comes. <laughs> you know, like they just, it's like a reminder, just a subliminal, subliminal message that, oh, yeah, we're supposed to social distance. We're supposed to have the mask on. And here comes the hand wash guy. He, we can wash our hands. So, right. It worked well, out I think, great. I think it's a, real it's a real clever adjustment. Um, you know, I, I've thought the second I, I, I saw that, it, it took me back to back in 2014 when I worked the Los Angeles County Fair. And at the end of the fair, fair was over. Sarah had flown out with Nate. Nate was probably 14, so he's four. Um, we were going to go to Disneyland for a couple of days before we headed back home. And, of course, at Disneyland, out in Cars Land, they've got um, Lightning McQueen and Mater and what who come out. And I thought, here's vehicles that are characters. And I remember thinking, man, that'd be so cool in the fair industry to have, like, a vehicle that is a fun character like Lightning McQueen or Mater that's this kind of ambassador of goodwill for the fair. And I always kind of had it sitting in the back of my head. Then I saw you with tiny, the tanker. And I was like, that's it. That is exactly what this needs to be. Um, yeah. I'm so glad you did it. I, especially now. I mean, perfect timing with COVID to be, have developed it a little bit and then really refine it so that you can keep working in the event affair says, we really can't have the show because we got to keep, can't keep people in the bleachers now you've got an, the ability to continue working and continue building your brand with it. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, it, it's worked out to be a good plan B, so to speak. I mean, 
I still do the full show most of the time, you know, sure. but this has, uh, you know, it's got me some work this winter that I wouldn't have got if I didn't do it. So there you go. It what turned of- out to be a bonus. And, and I think, you know, uh, the only thing you got to do is take his mask off, right? Washing your hands at the fair is nothing new. Sanitizing your hand is nothing new. So I think it, it can definitely have legs beyond COVID. I mean, the, oh, yeah. the social distancing signs can come off and his mask can come off and he's still tiny the tanker and still the goodwill sure. ambassador and you still should, the sanitizing of the hands and making it fun. And, and the cool thing from a business standpoint is that's the type of thing where if you needed to build out multiple units and send, you really, you don't need a, you know, like, I don't know how I would send someone else out to do Conjure Fortune Machine because they're visually, the audience visually is looking at me. But with Tiny the Tanker, you could send out multiple units if you had to and, and have some redundancy so you could keep a Tiny the Tanker on the road uh, and and grow the business that way. I think it, I, I think it's fabulous. I think you're really on to something. The, the, the voice changer that I use is a child. He has a child's voice. And it doesn't matter if I'm talking in it or my wife's talking in it. Yep. Uh, it might be a slightly higher pitch when she's talking, but it still sounds like a, a kid, you know, a child. Exactly. Exactly. Um, exactly. I think I think you're really on to something. I think you could build that out. Um, you know, clearly you've got a lot of passion for what you're doing. What developed your passion for a firefighter show of all things? Uh, probably my brother. You know, my brother's a firefighter. He was, shoot, when he was in high school, you know, he was in the fire explorers and then he went into the Air Force and was a firefighter and came out of the Air Force and was a career firefighter up in Michigan and he retired a couple of years ago. And uh, his, the whole idea of the show came up one day, we're sitting up, I was up there in Michigan doing fairs in the summer and stopped in my mother's house, my brother's there. and He was disappointed because he had to work the open house at the fire station uh, the following day. Yeah. And he said, it's just not going to be any fun this year. And I said, what do you mean? You know, I, you know, he enjoys doing the kids. And uh, he said, well, last year, uh, a woman was stepping out of the fire truck and uh, fire trucks, of course, are semi truck frames. So they're, they're high, you know, they're off, they're up off. She was stepping out of the fire truck and, and stepped down and her ankle twisted and she shattered her ankle. Mm. And uh, she's a school teacher and uh, with lawyers and everything else, she can no longer work anymore. And the city got to pay for that. And from now on, they can look at the fire truck and that's it. They get a coloring book mm-hmm. and look at the fire truck. No more of all the things we do. They don't get to squirt the fire hose. They don't get to squirt the fire extinguisher. They don't get to have our hose rolling races. Uh, it's going to be really a kind of a sad open house. Then I thought, do kids really like to do that stuff? Wow. You know, and I thought, well, he said, yeah, that and put on the jacket and helmet. Then I thought, well, that, I mean, that sparked the idea for the show right there. I mean, it That's was only the origin a few, story. A few months later, I saw a vehicle that I thought that I could turn into a fire truck and, uh, you know, a cute size fire truck that you could put in a trailer and drive around, you know. Right. And right. Uh, I just really used all the elements that he said worked perfect at his fire station open houses, you know, the hose rolling race and the squirting the fire extinguishers and putting on the jacket and the helmet. And I used all the elements he said were the best parts of the fire station open house. And of course I add smoke and music and, and the audience adds a bunch to my show because they're cheering for the kids and right. made it a show, you know? So that's the origin story, just like yeah. that. So yeah. how many years have you been doing this now? 
I started firefighter show in 2006. So you know, what's it 14, 15 years. What's a typical route look like for you? Um, I, I usually have between 12 and 16 fares, you know, a year. Um, this year I have 12 that are confirmed. I just lost one on Monday. Um, so I had 13. I just lost uh, New Jersey. Uh, okay. I had a fair in New Jersey, middle of July, and the governor just came out with restrictions there. Uh, 200 people on outdoor events and closed down the 4-H kids. They can't meet in person so until after July 1st, till at least July 1st at this time. So he's a middle of July fair, and of course, there's no runway for them to get going. Projects in two weeks. Yeah. So they've canceled their fair in mid-July. So that's too bad. Hey, any of you fairs, you know, they're listening. I'm, I'm yeah. open. Middle of Anybody July. in the middle of July need a really cool fire? Where yeah. are you coming out of at the beginning, like end of uh, June? I'll be in Ohio area. Most uh, I do mostly Ohio, Pennsylvania. All Indiana. right. Anybody in the Midwest listening? Yeah. <laughs> you need a really yeah. cool firefighter. Uh, July, yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Fourth of July, I close in Pennsylvania, Wolf's Corners, Pennsylvania. And I'm, I'm ready for you after that. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you yeah. go. What are some of the fairs that you haven't worked yet, but you would like to work? Oh, you know, I, I've been doing it 14 or 15 years. And, and I, I had another attraction before this. So I had another 14 years. Most of the fairs I do, I, I'm returning to, I mean, I very each, I mean, I'm, I'm blessed and I'm happy that I don't have a huge fair list. Yeah. You know, every, I mean, I may be at a fair for one or two years and then they have me out and four or five year, years later, they have me back. I mean, each year I have one or two, I, there's not that many fairs that don't have me back ever. You know, I mean, most of my fair lists, they've had, you know, might be four or five years and then they have me back for a couple of summers, but there's probably some of the, I mean, Clay County, I mean, there's some of the fairs, there's some of the fairs that, you know, entertainers and people, I don't, I don't need, I do some state fairs and I've done state fairs. I like state fairs, but the county fairs, you know, there's some fairs that entertainers go to. They say the crowds are wonderful. The people are wonderful. It's a fun place to work. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, even Green Cove or uh, in Indiana, the, uh, uh, what's her name there? You're, you're best friends with her almost. Her, her fair. Oh, Elkhart? Fair is, yeah, Elkhart. Fair? You know, yeah. that's a fair that people love to work, you know, yeah. and I'd, I'd like to, I'd like to go to the places where other entertainers say, hey, that's, that's a fun place to work. The yeah. crowds are good. Green the Cove was people amazing. are nice. So. That was my first time. I mean, I haven't worked it personally. I was helping Kyle out with uh, with Max Power, with the robot. I, that, it's just an unbelievable fair. It really is a tremendous fair. Tasha and her team are incredible. So, um, yeah, I'm with you. I'd like to work that one myself. Well, I mean, the, the community. So, Tasha, if you're listening, if right. you're listening, Tasha, Robert and Neil have have yeah, right. would like hey. to talk to you. <laughs> I mean, Tasha is Tasha is wonderful. I mean, I you know I send her promo like I send everybody else promo, and of course, you know, ninety percent of the promo we send out, you get no response or no anything. Tasha responds. She says, "Hey, you know, good to hear from you, Neil. We don't we're not interested this year." Yeah. I mean, that's wonderful. That's not a no forever. That's a, Hey, I got your stuff, which is good to know. And B, you know, you got an answer. Hey, it's no, yeah. and she instead did. of just wondering and hoping, Yeah, <laughs> you know, she's, she's good people. Yeah. She really is. Yeah. So yeah. let's take a quick look back at 2020 very briefly. What's going through your mind as Houston cancels and all hell breaks loose last March. 
Well, since I was set up at Vero Beach and we canceled, uh, you know, I was there, I set up and we're ready to go. And an hour before we open, we get the news that we're not opening. Uh, I probably at that point was thinking this is a little silly, like we're maybe we're overreacting. Right. Uh, within within a week or so, you know, when Lake County canceled, which was my next stop, uh, and I had been there for 10 years, um, they canceled. And if you know Happy Norris, I mean, he doesn't cancel, you know, yeah. I mean, it, it, it fair would go on if, if it could, you know, and uh, it canceled. And I was like, uh-oh. And I think it was probably even in June when my November fair started canceling. And I was like, this is serious. Yep. I mean, they're canceling. I don't know what they know that I don't know, but they're canceling five months from now. Yeah. <laughs> so this is going to be serious, you know? And of course it was, it ended up being, uh, you know, there, I definitely mentally, it took a pretty good toll on me at times. That's for oh, sure. For, for sure. Now, once those cancellations started rolling in, did you get any of your fares in after that? Or were you hundred percent canceled after that? I ended up hundred percent canceled. I, uh, my fair the last week of July, uh, Seneca County fair up in Ohio. I've been doing it for <laughs> quite a while too. Yeah. Uh, they, uh, they were still going to go forward with a fair and they did want me to come and I was packed. My camper uh, was packed. My refrigerator was loaded. I was ready to go on uh, Monday or Tuesday morning to get up there by uh, Thursday. And uh, I see on the news that Ohio uh, started a quarantine order that, you know, anybody from the hot spots, which Florida at that time was one, uh, 14 day quarantine, quarantine, 14 day quarantine. So I called up the fair manager and, uh, uh, entertainment director said, you know, we're going on as planned, uh, come on. And, uh, about an hour later, I got a call from the manager and, and he said, Hey, you know, and you're coming from Florida. It is a hot spot. The health department personnel here does not want us to have a fair. And she, he said, I forgot, you know, there's yellow, green, red coating or whatever. We're yellow. And he said, if it goes to red, we have to cancel anyway. You know, right. they, we will be forced to close. And I hate for you to drive all the way up here for this fair. And, you know, and, and two days into it, it goes from yellow to red and I have to close anyway. Yep. And, uh, so we just decided at that point that it wasn't worth me coming. You know, I didn't, I, you know selfishly i wanted a paycheck of course but at of the same course. time i don't i don't want to go to a fair set up and they see florida license plates and say hey what are you doing here right you got, you're supposed to be on quarantine well you that's know? when you tell them no 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 and, i was down the street at a yeah. rest area for 14 days yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean it's not that's you know i mean typically i would have already been up there for a month but you know this yeah. year i was coming from home and uh, yeah and i don't want to make anybody sick i don't want to you know yeah. It goes both ways. You know, I don't want to get sick. I don't want to make anybody sick. I don't want to. I, and I certainly don't want my showing up at the fair to be something the press nibbles onto saying, wait a minute. There's people that just came from Florida up here, you know, yeah. maybe passing this stuff around. So it was it was, you know, ended up being just fine. We canceled. They rebooked for this year. And we're, so what would you do uh, to keep after that? What would you do to keep busy during the year? Uh, I started well. 
I mean, I started out rebuilding my backdrop right after my fair in November. So I had already spent, uh, you know, some money rebuilding my backdrop. And uh, then the COVID stuff, you know, I started rebuilding Tiny the Tanker and I upgraded some of the stuff to make it uh, last, you know, just be better. Uh, right. And uh, my wife has a business. She's an appraiser, a real estate appraiser. And, and fortunately for us, the real estate market was had had just the opposite effect on real estate. It 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 she's in a boom and busier than ever. Sure. And uh, I get shut down a hundred percent. So I get to I get to show her her around and measure houses and and uh, I kept busy doing that. And cool. of course cool. I sold our ranch in uh, Orlando and we moved down to Port Charlotte. So we bought an older house on the water that needed a lot of repair and uh, so we've been working on our new house and. Kept busy, that's for sure. Well, that's cool. So looking ahead in 2021, um, you you did the the RV Super Show there at the grounds in Tampa. And yep. I guess uh, Cheryl and company saw you and decided that's pretty cool. We want to bring him in for the fair, which Florida State Fair delayed. And they're just about to get started here, what, in about a week, yeah? Yeah, yeah next week. Yep. Today's the 15th. They start the 22nd. So yeah, next, next Thursday. And uh, so what's the rest of the year beyond Florida State Fair? What's the rest of the year look like? I still have, well, like I said, I still have 12. I go uh, start in Iowa, Lynn County Fair in Iowa, then head over to Pennsylvania uh, through the 4th of July. And then, of course, I lost a couple of fairs in July. I just lost <laughs> lost the New Jersey Fair. And, and one yeah. of the other fairs I've been doing uh, in Indiana, they rotated their week back a week, which made it so I had to cancel. And, and they they hire usually two years in advance anyway, you know, a year in advance. So they had already had somebody hired for this year. So we lost right. that. And uh, there's going to be a lot of that. I think as we kind of process through this and people realize, wait a minute, that date changed. It's now a week earlier or later and I'm, I'm not available. Yeah, it is what it is. You know, I think we just kind of, we all work it out. And by the time all the fairs start to get reopened again and States reopen in the next year, then all that'll shake out. It'll all shake out. That's what I said. This year in July, you know, I've tried to con. I, I, my first go-to is not a convention. My first go-to is the fairs I've already done those weeks in July. So I contact them, and of course, most of them have rehired who they were going to have last year for right. this year. So filling those weeks this year looks like it's probably going to be a futile effort. But you never. Yeah, know. I've got. A, there's a couple that I've got that I may be able to fill because um, we had about three or four contracts that were in process last year that hadn't been signed. And we're kind of in the process of getting booked when everything fell apart last year. So those might be a possibility for me, but otherwise I'm finding the same thing when I've, I've called up a few fairs and they're like, yeah, we're just bringing everything back from 20. We'll, we'll see if we can catch in 22. And it's like, well, we're just going to have, I'm just going to be glad to do something this year. You know, I, I day I open here in uh, the end of the month and out in Arizona and Thank God for that. I'm just, I'm ready to be, it's been really nice, uh, you know, being out on the road in Florida here, helping out, um, helping Kyle and, and seeing folks and getting back, you know, seeing the Ferris wheel lit up again oh. meant a lot to me, you know, just to be back. I, the I was, I was so excited to get back to Vero to get, get, to actually get open. You know, I had all the nervousness because I hadn't been in front of people for a year. So, right. you know, you're a little nervous and and I, I built a new backdrop, which was almost a year before that. And of course, it's been in the trailer waiting to be Just unveiled. Waiting. And you got to remember how to put that together. <laughs> what you built a year ago, which yep. was new. And, uh, you know, you get pretty, pretty efficient at 
setting up and tearing down when you do it every week, but when you haven't done it for 12 months and all of a sudden you get some of that stuff out and it's like, wow, how does it come back together again? You know, how do you get it together? What is your favorite part of what you do? Oh, the smiling kids, the the kids, the kids I picked to be in the show all the time, you know, you pick them and they, they start out as being shy, bashful, uh, I, you know, other, until this year, I would almost always on purpose pick four kids from four different families. You know, if there's, you know, if there's three sets of bleachers, four sets of bleachers, you know, I'll pick one kid from like each section of bleachers, you know, try to spread it out a little bit or, you know, I try to get different families. So they're, they're basically, they, I partner them up and they're partnered up with somebody they don't know. So, uh, you know, we're exposing them to teamwork. We're exposing them to kind of taking a leadership role, you know, it seems like, but they start out being shy, bashful. I mean, you're in front of a crowd that that's nerve wracking enough uh, alone. But if I do my job right, and I can get them to focus on me and what we're doing, and they forget about the audience, and they just work with their partner. At the end of the show, the kids feel like a million bucks. I mean, whether they won the contest, or they lost the contest at the end, they they did everything I asked them to do. They're smiling. They feel pumped up. You right. know, they they feel like they accomplished something, you know, and and I mean, that's the biggest win for me. You know, is you, you turn a bashful, little shy, bashful kid around and at the end of the show, the parents go going, man, when you picked my kid, I wasn't really sure what was going to happen. But it worked out. And at the end of the at the end of the thing, the kid is standing there with his arms raised and the audience is clapping for him. You know, and and he's feeling like a million bucks. I mean, I think it's their parents at that point are going, "Holy mackerel, that was my kid!" You know, how does he do that? Yeah, how do he do that? How that worked out? Yeah, <laughs> it works out. I mean, and, and and that's what I say. The parent, the the audience is a big part of the show too, because you know how kids are. I mean, you give them a little applause, a little encouragement, and they keep going. Yep. And, you know, occasionally you get an audience where nobody gives them any encouragement, and you know, I try to, hey, these are your kids out here. So, you know. I'll be sitting next to the pig race and I saw you hooting and hollering for the pigs. These are your kids and you're not hooting and hollering. Come on, let's go. You know, right. Make them feel good about working. You know? Exactly. As a veteran performer, uh, you know, you've been in the industry a long time. What are some of the lessons you've learned in your career that would have been really nice to know when you first started? Really nice to know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know for me, I, a little bit of stage fright never, never, never goes away. You know, some people say, nah, I don't even, you know, whatever. I right. still, I, I, you after still the, get it. After the first show of the first, you know, at a fair, the first day, I'm good to go. But I can pack up, move to the next fair, and it, it's almost, you know, on opening day, it's almost like you haven't just done this show 300 times. Yeah. Uh, especially if it's a new fair. If it's a new fair, you're, all the things are going through your head is, is there going to be a crowd? Is there going to be kids? Is there going to be, you know, how is yeah. it going to be? Actually, isn't that funny how that happens? I, no matter where I take Conjure Machine or where I take Play With Giants, I'm always like, are people going to like this? And it, they've been proven. Like, they've been around. All, all, Conjure's been around for just about a decade now. And uh, it's, you know, it's a proven act. And yet I still go places and I think, do I suck? Are they going to hate me? <laughs> Oh, you know, there's, you always get that show on a rainy day or something where you got two kids and you need four, but you do it with two because that's your job and, and that's it right. rolls out and those two kids feel good, but you're, you, you're feeling like, well, that wasn't so great. Yeah. You know, 
I remember back when I did, when I did a, yeah, when I did a magic show and you get those days where they're, you know, the fair's like, we need you at one thirty on, on Tuesday and it's blazing hot. And you know, the folks locally are like, oh, we'll come out after five o'clock. We'll come out after dinner when it's cooler. And yep. you get like the two, four H kids and that's it. And so it's like, okay, how, how do I make something here work? And so I would, you know, do uh, obviously the show, the format of the show would change and it would become, what can I do for these guys for 15 or 20 minutes here? And I'd maybe teach them a trick and, you know, and uh, show them a handful of different things and just kind of hang out with them. And good enough was good enough for those shows, you know, but you, you got to do something. You got, you got to, oh, you got to turn up yeah. for it. Yeah. That, that was one of the nice things that with tiny, the tanker and a strolling act, uh, you don't have shit that necessary i mean at that at the rv show i did have some set show times the first hour of every day i was the greeter at gate three you know as they come right. in for the first hour that's where i was hi welcome to the rv show good to see you, you know and and you don't really slow many people down because it's coming into the rv show but right. i do have n- nice music playing and i am greeting them and i am saying hello and people are walking by waving at tiny and giving them thumbs up and you know they're greeted with a friendly hello at least at the beginning of the gate but the rest of the day it was it's pretty open so if you came upon a time when there was a lull you would just make a quick trip go back to the rv hang out for an hour and go back out again later right you know that you it's up to you you can just pick a new time and say well hey there wasn't much happening this time i'll just go out when there's more people you know and with the show the firefighter show you know they give you show times and it's like you say if it's 95 degrees at two o'clock and your shows at two o'clock well you go on at two o'clock anyway yep i remember doing la county Fair other shows that are going before and after you so you're kind of stuck in your time slot you know every well and you just you just make it happen i mean i did la county fair with conjure and it was pomona you man it gets hot 110 112 degrees in the when you know if there's no rain no cloud cover it will really blaze in pomona and oh you know three three o'clock or three thirty and I'd be out there and I'm looking right and I'm looking left and I'm like, there is no one out here. And, uh, you know, you get at, in a you know, half hour, 40 minute set, you might be only see 10 or 15 people, yep. but you make it fun for those 10 or 15 people as if there's a thousand people watching. Cause that's what you got to do. do. You do it every time. Yep. For sure. For sure. Listen, uh, it's been great to have you on the show. We're just about out of time. Always good to visit with you, Neil, before we go, everyone who comes on the show, goes through a little series of speed round questions. So I'm going to ask you six quick questions and you give me your best answer. Are you ready? Uh, yeah, you give it a shot. All right. Question number one. If a movie was made about your life, which actor would portray you? Oh, you know, probably George Clooney or, you know, <laughs> Dwayne Johnson or something like that. You know, Dwayne some, Johnson. Some, there someone you bigger go. than life, you know. <laughs> Good answer. Uh, what fair food is a must-have when you're at a fair? Ah, let's see. For me, I've been doing fairs a long time, so I really eat in my RV a lot. But I always go out for a milkshake or an ice cream cone or something like that, usually in the evening. You know, I'm, I'm sure. a kid's show, so a lot of times I'm done a little bit early, so I do get a chance to get my ice cream cone in the evening or milkshake or something like that. Sure. If I open your music app right now, which artist would be playing? Hmm. Let's see. I was uh, probably last night I was listening to uh, uh, who was I listening to? I was floating around the pool last night and I had my uh, 
I had my iPod. Typical on. Florida, just floating. Yeah, it was country. It, it was uh, pretty much any of the country stations. No country. But Zach Brown was on there playing. Little Zach Brown, nice. Yeah, Zach Brown. Next question: You get an all expenses paid trip anywhere in the world. Where do you want to go? Ooh, that's that's a tough one, you know, because you got to answer for your wife too. Because <laughs> there's no way you're going alone. Smart man, and, you know, uh, smart man. We do our we do our our anniversary is the end of September, and usually the end of September we take a trip to Mexico. Uh, we found some of the all inclusive resorts there that we love, and so you get yourself on the beach go and you're good. Probably go back there again, yeah, on the beach and taking it nice. easy. You know? And when you fly, do you prefer the window or the aisle seat? Ah, uh, window. And last question: You can have a conversation with any historical figure. Who is it, and what do you talk about? Historical figure, probably go way back to you know like an Abraham Lincoln or something like that. You know what? Yeah. What, what were they thinking? Yeah, what were you <laughs> thinking at the time? Come, you know? I've always yeah. said I'd like to go talk to the founders on the uh, Constitution because there's a few of those amendments that we're like we're still fighting over, and it's like, could you just clarify, right. yeah, make right. life easier for all of us? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Neil, where can folks learn more about the firefighter training show? Uh, firefightershow.com or tinythetanker.com. He just got a new website. If you, you know, since he's branching out and on his own there, the tinythetanker.com or firefightershow.com. You can do firefightershow at Gmail. That's my email. Perfect. Uh, that sounds great. Neil Snyder from the firefighter training show. Been real fun catching up with you, buddy. Thanks for coming on the show today. Are we going to see you next month at uh, Florida Federation at the convention? Yeah, yeah. Actually, I was just working on uh, got some new roll-up banners, you know, to promote my new backdrop. And of course, Tiny the Tanker is something new they haven't seen, so we got a couple roll-up banners promoting Tiny the Tanker, and we'll see. I, I kind of rolled it out only in Florida at this point. The Tiny sure. the Tanker, I thought it's close to home, and and the fairs are operating, and uh, well, they have West Palms. West Palm, I can still make it if they, yeah, <laughs> you know, they're listening. <laughs> if you're listening, we can still. Yeah, make I'm not it. far away. That's terrific. Neil, really appreciate your time today. Thanks for being on the show. All right. Thanks, Robert. Be safe. You've been listening to the Fair Game Podcast. Fair Game is a production of Robert Smith Presents. For more information, please visit robertsmithpresents.com.